When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and for that, I will not apologize. (laughs) Uh, With me, as always, someone who I would say, in the grand scheme of things, knows a lot about the Rock Hall, but doesn't necessarily care. It's my co-host, Kristen Studdard. That is me. And guess what? I'm not for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Know that up top, listeners, and that your listening experience will be that much better. Uh, With us today is a return guest, I want to say third time. I think so. Yeah. Oh, Clapton Club over here. The Clapton Club. Three-time inductee. Yeah, Yeah. I got it. Okay. You've made it. Uh, Someone who, of maybe everyone I know, uh, might care about the Rock Hall. It might just be in the second slot. Yeah, potentially. I, I do care about it. Yeah, as I've said before, I like institutions and and lists and <laughs> yeah, r- organizing sh- things. You and wow. I share the same brain disease. Yes, uh, yes. Jameson Webb. Hello, thank uh, you. I Jameson. am for everyone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, you're gonna enjoy me. You will love it. Uh, very funny actor, uh, comedian, writer, recent Jeopardy contestant. Mm-hmm. As we were talking off air before the show started, uh, but w- we can't bore the people with those details <laughs> uh no before we get started um jameson we haven't talked to you s- probably in about a year yeah wow i mean we've talked to him off air yeah because we're friends <laughs> yes <laughs> but about the rock hall right what do you think about this year's class and maybe even the ballot before that and just kind of the proceedings yeah, yeah. It, generally so happy to see Whitney houston in so mm-hmm. happy to see notorious big in I'm not a huge Depeche Mode fan, but they got in, right? Yes, they did. But but completely recognize their influence. Very happy about that. I do feel like it's a a little surprising to me that Soundgarden didn't go the distance. Uh, sure, you know, even from um, ending up because they were they even in the finalists. This yeah, they year? were nominated. They, they, they were nominated, right? Yeah, they were nominated. Uh, for I really the first time. Okay, and I, I thought they were going to off of the strength. I don't know if strength is the right word, but in the wake of Chris Cornell's passing, the strength sympathy, sympathy. Of Chris Cornell's passing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the, you know, and how I caught myself. And, yeah, <laughs> I he really myself. died in like a super strong, oh, yeah, God. a really God. mighty thing. Uh, no, yeah, but the, I mean it. that type of emotional power it has over people. Yes, we we see that uh, yeah. quite a bit, often right. with the, with the hall where right. Yeah, I think Donna death. Summer uh, was uh, an example Donna of those. Summer, right, she passed and Lou then got Reed. Lou Reed. Uh, there's there's a ton of examples of people who passed away and then immediately got in. Yeah, right. Uh, but this one of them was not Whitney Houston. She had to wait a couple of years. Correct. Had to wait. Mm-hmm. Had to wait. Uh, but you know, generally, I think it's a good class. I think it's a class that shows they're moving in the right direction, which uh, they've been doing, which is saying, okay, we need to acknowledge that around the early 90s what we think of as rock music started taking a backseat to different genres that became the dominant music you were hearing on top 40 radio right and pushed the pop music idiom into different exciting directions and so i think you're mm-hmm. seeing that i think it's great okay wait 
the other people that are, the other thing people that are being inducted are the Doobie Brothers, Nine Inch Nails, right? And then there's one more. Yes, there is one more. It's not Todd Rundgren. Correct. You <laughs> no, say this every episode. It, 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 really? This I is mean, one I forget every episode. No, no I'm just, you, I remember. You mentioned, last you mentioned time. Todd Rundgren is what yes, I mean every episode. Oh, is it? It's not Judas Priest. No, no, no it's oh, not. Who is the other one? I, you guys have to guess. No, I of course I know. know. I, uh, well, if you want a clue, it's not Kraftwerk, and it's not, <laughs> and it certainly isn't Pat Benatar. Um, right, oh, that was a miss. It on is. That part. Uh, yeah, tell me about yeah. it. It it kind of ties into uh, what we'll be talking about today. Oh my god! So this oh. might actually be a, a good transition. It, is it someone who's a Fye or someone who's? So also for the listeners, Jameson and Kristen do not know what we will be talking yeah, about. Yeah, we, we do not. Today. You probably already read the episode descriptions. So yeah, you, you know, guys but know. We do not they know. don't know. You're like okay. it's right there in the intro. Graph. I can't believe <laughs> um, that I'm forget that I can't. Oh yeah, T Rex. T Rex. Oh, T Rex oh. got it. T Rex yes. did get it. I did know that. I cannot believe I forgot that. Right. Because See, I, I can, I can yes. believe that I forgot it, but I also can believe that I remembered. Love T Rex, Mark Bolin, amazing. I'll mm-hmm. say this. Let's do it. I'm glad the Doobie Brothers are in because even though they didn't do anything, maybe uh, groundbreaking, groundbreaking, yeah. or to be pioneers, I think when you look at the amount of hit singles that they had. It, it really stands uh, along with any other kind of major rock act of the 70s and early mm-hmm. 80s. Again, I'm just not as far mad as the... that the Doobies are in. I just wish that they had put in seven. I'm just like, also put in some more. Just put in ten. I yeah. do not care. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, they could have put all the nominees except the Dave Matthews Band in, and I would have been like, that's okay. Yeah, that all like, works. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I say that that has to that ties into the theme for today. So okay, it's so it's going to be animal bands that we're talking about, or <laughs> prehistorically gonna, named, or be, glam rock, or be, uh, uh, British bands. British I bet it's British bands. Bands to start with T. T band. So we're in a period bands. T period bands. So we'll be talking about T the wet sprocket. That band. That band to paw. That did heart and soul from the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they should be in. Talking about T Rex, <laughs> T Paw, yeah, T Paw, T Pain, T Paw, um, T Paw. It was like T apostrophe P A U. One yeah. of the best bands with an apostrophe in its name. Uh, that's not a possessive use <laughs> all right anyway um i don't know i'm curious i mean it could also be people uh you know posthumous inductions uh is that it ding, ding, ding. Posthum- ah. so uh what's significant about this year is that both the ballot and the eventual list of inductees includes a lot of performers who are dead and we will have uh three out of the six inductees that will require a tribute performance so what I want to do for this episode is walk through the history of tribute performances for dead inductees. Ooh. Okay. I'm, I love it. And just to be clear of the rules here, because you know I love rules, <laughs> I am not including performances for inductees that were alive but chose not to perform oh. or couldn't perform so like so you will not be including like the mca like the bc boys tribute correct like linda ronstadt or bill withers right. or like madonna 
uh, any of those performers who were still alive, but there were tribute performances for them. Right. This also does not include the tributes for people who had just died. Like Tom like Petty or David Bowie or Prince. Or the notably absent Aretha Franklin tribute that <laughs> yeah. never was. If that had existed, this would not be included. <laughs> so so just to say it back to you to confirm uh-huh. I'm understanding correctly. Thank you. These were tribute performances done to honor specifically in that year's inductees who had passed on and were therefore unable to be there themselves to give a uh, a, uh, co- a coronation uh performance yes and for that reason and that reason alone mm-hmm. love no it. other yes. reason i mean don't Correct. love it because it's sad ultimately but on the strength of of these passings <laughs> some wonderful yeah. tribute you don't you do love <laughs> a strong death you love strength. you love a strong death <laughs> as we know oh my gosh okay so if we start at the beginning of the induction ceremonies for the rock hall we actually do not have any of these types of tribute performances because it wasn't really at that time a well-produced show, you know, and it wasn't for TV. And really the performances were all tacked on at the end. They would do the speeches and stuff, but it was like a private event. And then at the end they were, I think the first ceremony they were like, hey, if anyone's here, you want to get on stage and perform, you can. And so they did, they were jamming. They were like, maybe we'll do this one. Maybe we'll do a whole lot of shaking going on, which I think they do in the first three ceremonies. <laughs> For whatever reason, they just wind up doing a whole lot of shaking going on. It's a great 12-bar blues. You can, you <laughs> Some, know, I mean, honestly, yeah, they, they do songs like that. They do that songs where, like The Twist, where it's yeah. like relatively easy for everybody to get on board. And uh, I encourage everyone to look up these videos because they are crazy. There's like... At times, maybe literally 50 people on stage. It is a mess. It does not sound good. <laughs> Paul, Paul Schaefer is literally like conducting like anyone's paying attention to him. And like the foundation of those performances is Paul Schaefer's band because like they all know they're like a great cover band. They can kind of pick up whatever. And then you just have an assortment of crazy people, which we'll get into because we do start to get some tribute performances with these jams can i ask about these early ones that so why is there video of these early ones then? i think for posterity okay so this is this is like you know camcorder footage from there's the a 80s. few angles and i think they decided it would be a good thing given all these legends coming together in a way that they had not really before there's like a few camera angles it's obviously not like great quality footage it's not like on film or anything but there is video footage to be found and yeah. I, the, I the video footage at least that i uh, believe I've seen from these first couple of years. It's also very, the room's very dark. There's like uh-huh. a single spotlight lighting. Yes. It. it feels very. It's obviously not produced for yes. television. And they did right. not invite, the, the public was not allowed. It was this a private was... event at the Waldorf Astoria. Oh my God. Yes. Rock and roll was made. Baby, baby. Yeah, you know the most rocking of all hotels. Uh-huh. People say it's the Chelsea. No, <laughs> it's the Waldorf Astoria. <laughs> so the, the first true tribute performance, and it is, when, when I tell you who performed, you'll understand it was part of one of these kind of crazy jams, was in 1989 with Otis Redding. They played I Can't Turn You Loose. They played Respect. Was Respect and Otis yeah, Otis Redding, Redding is it's an originally, yeah. He wrote it, yeah. And Aretha covered it. Otis Roding. Otis Roding. <laughs> Ro- Rodis Roding. <laughs> what you want? Yeah, I got it. 
This is just based on when I watched the video, who I could spot performing. <laughs> All right. Little Richard, Stevie Wonder, Mick Jagger, Tina Turner, Bruce Springsteen, Paul Simon, Keith Richards, Ronnie Wood, Lou Reed, Benny King, and what looks to be most of the Temptations. Wow. Wow. Rock and roll heaven on earth. That I mean, that's kicks a lineup. And, but like a lot, again, like it's not mixed super well. And like there's a hundred guitars. It feels like most of them aren't plugged in. It's just like a lot of people on stage just sometimes shaking a tambourine, sometimes just clapping. Sometimes just up there just kind of dancing around and clapping. Well, and I think too what's what's notable is how diverse that uh, crowd uh, that you just described was, that, that group was. And it's interesting to just think about kind of there wasn't a big deep divide between kind of R&B and rock at that time. Mm-hmm. The all, Everyone on stage is a huge fan of the blues. Mm. Yeah. Like that's clearly the connection like that they all come mm-hmm. from and, and many of them huge fans of each other. And some of these people were inducted that night, like uh, Stevie Wonder and uh, the Rolling Stones. All right, 1990, we get a tribute performance for an early influence inductee, Ma Rainey, who is like the godmother of the blues. Right. Mm-hmm. Like died in the 30s, but like what she did was kind of established a lot of what blues was and would become. So we get her song, C.C. Ryder. Here's who I could tell. This is truly crazy, who was part of this performance. Bonnie Raitt is kind of taking the lead vocals. A lot of the main guitar work is a guy named George Benson. Then you've also got Carol King, Pete Townsend, Phoebe Snow, Diana Ross, The Four Tops, Bruce Springsteen, Frankie Valli, and what looks like most of the other four seasons, Benny King, Ricky Lee Jones, Donald Fagan, Debbie Gibson, and you know who takes a verse? Michael Bolton. Wow. Wow. You know what's so interesting about that is that is predominantly vocalists doing that uh, tribute, which it's not like a bunch of guitar players where everyone Uh kind of takes a few bars and all that. Like that's even like like, solo. Exactly. This feels just like, well, okay, someone's going to take this line. Yeah. And And you said Ricky Lee Jones. Yes, Ricky Lee Jones is there. You know, my mom loved Ricky Lee Jones growing up, which is like why I know anything about her and that she's a woman and Uh all of that stuff. Ricky Lee Jones takes lead vocals on another tribute at this ceremony. Uh, They do Mac the Knife for Bobby Darin, who was inducted that year. Ricky Lee Jones sings the first part, and then singing the second part in German is Sting. What? Why? Oh, I was like, I was like, it's gonna be the ninety-nine Love Balloons person. Oh, Nina. <laughs> Nina. <laughs> like, yeah, it's Nina oh. and the Scorpions. Well, it's because it comes from Three Penny Opera. It's Bertolt Brecht, right? And it's sure. it, it's the original version of Mac the Knife is in German. Right, right, oh. right. Yes. And around this time, is Sting just notably around this time? Sting was in a revival of Three Penny, Penny Opera. Opera. That makes sense. What? Yeah. Where? Broadway. Okay. Yeah. On the high fish. The 
der hat Zähne und die Traktor in der Schiste. He probably sang it in German so much. He's like, I'm just going to sing it in the German. Right. Wow. Der Uskawe. Stich That's like French gibberish. That's not even. Yeah. I, I said one German word in there. Do you know what it was? Mond? Tisch. Oh, Tisch. Table. Der Tisch. All right. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, 1992. We Ooh. get a Jimi Hendrix tribute. Uh huh. When we finally get the Lenny Kravitz, just <laughs> dick hanging out. Yeah. Um, so we get the other members of the Jimi Hendrix experience: Noel Redding on bass and Mitch Mitchell mm-hmm. on drums, leading for leading the vocals and kind of the guitar for all along the Watchtower. Kind of oddly, is Neil Young. And this is another one where it's uh, a complete mess of who's on stage and the, the mix is not great. You've got Jimmy Page, John Fogarty, Johnny Cash, Keith Richards, Carlos Santana, Sam Moore from Sam and Dave, Aaron Neville, Steve Cropper from Booker T and the MGs, Jeff Beck, The Edge, John Popper, and Little Richard. What? Yeah. That seems so I'm surprised John Popper that 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 must have been right before Blues Traveler had mainstream success and were kind of you said this is what, what 92 92 oh, yeah, I was thinking of them before. as being a 94 95 yeah. kind yeah. of band but must they have must have been, been known on the circuit on the cusp yeah this yeah. guy's got chops you're, you're gonna want to get him there well, he's going to town on a harmonica and you can't sure. not hear it <laughs> oh no yeah the mic the oh, microphone no. is, yeah you can't I mean you can't again with these things you can barely hear anything like it just there's so much going on and the mix is just really a mess. Well, here's maybe can I pose a question? Go just ahead. for a, a quick yeah. question for discussion. In this case, is this a thing where it's too much of a good thing? Is it better to have two or three of these legends on stage and you can hear them than to have a dozen of them and not be able to hear or understand what most of them are doing there? 100%. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's wait, cool wait, for which, the... It's, I, I it think is 100%, too much of a good it's thing. It's too much of a good oh, yes, thing. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. I forgot how I phrased it to begin with. So. Um, <laughs> you might have given it an either or, and I just <laughs> yeah, said 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the coolest part is the visual. Yes. All these people on stage together. But it's it really... like Given that, I don't think there were really rehearsals, and that it's more than is manageable. Right. The music itself just isn't isn't great right it suffers uh they also do purple haze with uh ernie isley from the isley brothers on vocals oh okay it's just like it would kick ass if you were there but trying to watch it in this oh gosh i don't capacity. know because I bet if you were at the Waldorf, you're all shamped up, you know, you're hanging out with all the legends, all the legends get on stage, they're paying tribute to another legend. You're just like, this rips, you're high-fiving, you're uh-huh. eating bread out of the bread basket, you know, you're having a good time. <laughs> the bread basket. I'm just imagining what I would be doing, sure. yeah. <laughs> you know, and and you're just like, yeah, and you can hear John Popper blow. <laughs> yeah, so, be, a, be a real blow daddy <laughs> So you don't, <laughs> on the harp. You don't imagine like what this you don't think about it for anyone else other than like how you're experiencing i think potentially it sounds worse (laughs) 
When in oh. person, live, in person. Yeah. At the very least, someone is doing a mix to get this on for the videos that I, I've seen. But, right. They're uh, salvaging what's there. Yeah, I do think it's a, it's a salvage wow, that's garden. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> salvage garden, is that what you said? Yes, I did. <laughs> Love yes, it. Yes, I did. So that, th- that, I think, is the maybe the last year of the jam. Yeah. performances got it and then they start to produce the then show they harvest a little bit from more. the salvage garden <laughs> <laughs> a produced jam so in 1993 frankie lyman and the teenagers are inducted and the performance of why do fools fall in love goes to <laughs> boys <laughs> to men hell yes <laughs> Hours to yes. fucking boys to men. It's perfect timing. Yeah, because Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers were important as being a a vocal harmonies group, doom, and then doom, doom, Dada, you know. Yeah, boys to <laughs> men is the is the perfect in that lineage. At, yeah, at, at ninety three in particular. Yeah, really perfect. Did, I mean, that is coolly high harmony. Like that is right then. That mm-hmm. is when that's happening. Yeah. Wow. Did they do a a slowed down vocal? Speaking spoken word section in the middle. Yeah, of Wadu- yeah. Does the bass baby. come in where he's like, yeah? Why do like, fools fall in love? <laughs> yeah, baby. Something I've asked all Wadu- the time, birds. girl. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to tell you. <laughs> and there was also a tribute performance in 1993 with the Doors. Is it Eddie Vedder? Yes, yes. With the with the rest of with the, the rest of the guys, the 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 Doors with the door yeah. frame. Yeah, the do- <laughs> yeah, with the frame for the Doors, and he provides the knob. That's right. I've always thought. Did did he? Oh no, no, I'm sorry. That was later when like they did that VH1 storytellers. Remember that where they had like Scott Stapp come out and sing with the Doors and Whoa. Scott. Did you ever? No, no, I don't remember that. They did some. This is you know maybe in the early 2000s they had did. To be a, if Scott Stapp was out there, yeah, doing is that anything? ever okay? Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a tribute to the you know Doors, whatever unplugged or storyteller. I guess it was storytellers, mm-hmm. and they had a. For each song or two, a different singer come out. And I was trying to remember if Eddie Vedder did that. And I don't know if he did. I know Scott Stapp, and I think maybe Scott Weiland did too. But anyway. Um, So they do Roadhouse Blues, Break On Through, and Light My Fire. the right person to do that especially again talk about Heidi your power is 93 pearl jam oh, yeah my yeah. gosh this is this was the 93 induction sounds fucking they, cool right they lined now. it up that's also an interesting one if, if i'm very correctly that seems like maybe and maybe ricky lee jones is also a case of this but this really feels like unless i'm forgetting someone you just oh no boys to men but both of these are the first time where it's like hey we're gonna have someone from the current generation yeah do this tribute as opposed to uh-huh. maybe some of their friends right. yeah right i mean you could kind of say like because bonnie Raitt was uh super hot in 1990 for the mm-hmm. ma rainy and then but it's it's funny there are like i mean so was michael bolton right and yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't know if you guys heard but debbie gibson was yeah, I right. involved yes. uh, you did sneak that one right in there uh-huh yeah but yeah. she you know but they're part of this chorus of people yes right as you opposed cannot. to 
like yes, it's you not know, the one person, right. which is what they kind of figured out. And there are a bunch of really great tribute performances that uh, focus on a like super vital and someone at their peak, mm-hmm. which is great. 1994, we have Bob Marley's induction done and- by Bono. So Bono does the speech. He did the speech. He does the speech. We know the speech. We're familiar with the speech. Prophet, soul rebel, Rasta man, herbs man, wild man, a natural mystic man, ladies man, island man, family man, Rita's man, soccer man, showman, shaman, human, Jamaican. So Bono uh, is involved a little bit with the performance, but he like comes out at the very end. So the I th- to uh, just get Irie with them, or just like is he well, does he rap the finale man? It's Bono. That, I'm gonna be clear. That's I'm making fun of Bono doing this, not <laughs> trying to comp. So <laughs> the 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 performers for the tribute is the I threes, which it was wait what Marley and the Whalers female backup vocals, including Marley's wife Rita Marley. Uh, the I threes. The I threes. Yeah. How do, is it like? Is that a play on Iris? It has to be. Yeah. And there's three of them. There is. Okay. You figured it out. Krista. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to figure out how it was mm-hmm. when you said the I threes. I'm like, is this the I, the letter the, I, or and E-Y-E. then the number three? Uh, yeah. The, I was really. It took me a second. It's the I threes along with some of the Whalers and then some of the Marleys. Ziggy Marley is involved. They do Redemption Song and they do One Love. One Bono does come out at the very end. You can't even really hear him. He just kind of joins Rita at the mic. And then I don't understand necessarily why, but the other person who was on stage for this performance... Was Debbie Gibson. <laughs> uh, it's crazier than that. No. Okay, wait. Uh, is no, it, uh, you, you will literally never guess. Uh, I, I'm going to go with right. Elizabeth Dole, and that's my only <laughs> guess. Amazing. Uh the, like the... I think it's uh, Socks the cat. I think it's the it's the Clinton's cat. <laughs> it's Whoopi Goldberg. Wow. Does she wait? Does she sing? She's or... just like joining. Like it's uh, there's a, a bunch of people on stage, got and it. she's like uh, near a mic, but like you can't hear her. Got it. You got know. It. Uh, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, we are the world style. Yes. Got like it. she's okay. on stage and very noticeable. Right. But yeah, but not, not really going, contributing. Whoopi. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm hearing a lot of Whoopi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoopi. Whoopi's high in the mix on this. <laughs> yeah. Um. It. it That'd be so great. Much. Yeah, that's huh. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So she, it's it is also yeah. at the height of her powers. Yeah. Was she, was she? I don't know. Yeah, was four she years after to... her Oscar, you know, yeah. she's fresh is... off the Sister Act sequels. Mm-hmm. She's. I think this is right before Theodore Rex. You're right. Oh comes my gosh! Out. Speaking of T Rex, T Rex, it did come up. It did come up. Ninety four also has a very very wild. I think one of the most iconically weird tribute performances, which is for John Lennon, who was inducted solo that year. And one of the things I do not like that they've done with the Beatles a few times is when they induct them solo and then they just play Beatles songs Mm. because they do come together. And the two vocalists sharing this song is Bruce Springsteen and Axl Rose. What? I 
feel like I have seen that performance. It is. That is Are they bonkers. sharing one microphone? I wish. No, they both got their own. But yeah. it, it is just like two of the most imitatable. Like, hey, come on, flat dust. He come scooping up slowly. That's yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Who is that? It's Axel. That's Axel. That's a, that was a good Axel. Thank you. Come together. Right now. It was. Yeah. Hi, hi, hi. At first, it just really sounded like a gremlin. Well, well you know, Axel sounds like yeah, a gremlin. I mean, got, when he, he gets has, going, uh, that's so energy. interesting. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. A strange pairing yeah. right before I think it all went to shit for Guns N' Roses. Because that's when, uh, I think that's when they went on hiatus around that time. Yeah, probably um, not yeah. long after. Yeah. Or, yeah. You we can have... only use your illusion for so long. <laughs> or the scales fall from your eyes, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was really the fallout from <laughs> the spaghetti incident. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the correct uh, intonation uh, yes. with the spaghetti incident. Spaghetti incident? Question that's where more? I think it all went to shit. We'll never know truly what happened during the spaghetti incident. Spaghetti incident? <laughs> all right, 1995 has a really great, tribute performance for Janis Joplin and it is just Melissa Etheridge just her and an acoustic guitar Great doing move. doing peace in my heart excellent great move yes. she sounds incredible uh, that is perfect and yeah. it wonderful. is it is very distilled you know a lot of these tribute performances it's with and th- this is a wise move with paul Schaefer in the backing band uh but this is just her and a guitar probably wasn't long after and i don't know if you guys remember this but she was attached to do a janice joplin biopic no mo <laughs> i'm calling her oh mo no now. what mo etheridge mo mo etheridge mo etheridge um Richie? yeah she and she would have been great but there has, and we, it's still to this date, they have tried to get a Janis Joplin biopic off the ground for so long. The two that I remember recently were Renee Zellweger and Pink were attached yeah. as... Mm-hmm. Um, as old and young No, Janus? no, no. Like, I, I, two, separate, two different... Separate. Uh, sorry, sorry. I mean, uh, Zoe Deschanel was attached at one Whoa. point. Uh, Courtney, These are all very bad, except Courtney for Love. Courtney Love, Love is good. Was attached as far as like vocal style. Sure, sure. I'm like Renee Zellweger is a very bad choice, and um, so is um. Who did you guys just say? Pink. No, I think Pink is a decent I think choice Pink is vocally. Decent choice, yeah. Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel, I think, is a very bad said, choice yeah. vocally. I mean, Amy Adams was like recent. They were trying to get it going. Why? Why? Which that seems super wrong to that me. That seems wrong. Well, so does the Zoe one. Like, yeah, no, the, yeah, that seems maybe the, worse. Like that, the, they both have very clear, clean, twee vocal style. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like Amy Adams is a enchanted, Disney princess. You yeah. know, she's like, enchanted. Yeah. She's a Disney princess. It doesn't. I mean, I, she's a very good actress. But and then I think there is finally going to be one with Michelle Williams. Oh. I don't she know how do she anything, sings. So that's, it doesn't good. matter. She I can do anything. Yeah. She was in Chicago and she was. Oh, okay. no. That, wait, that's Renee Zellweger. Hello, Renee Kristen. Zellweger. No, she was in Fosse Verdon. But yes. she doesn't sing in Fosse Verdon, really. She sings a bit, but not a ton. I think that one might have already been shot or is going to be shot. But it really feels like the Janis Joplin biopic is cursed. Like right. they've been yeah. trying to do it for such a long time. Michelle Williams, I do believe, can do anything. But that is not a natural casting that's not like a oh obviously right yeah i mean really the only janice Joplin biopic was the like unofficial one the rose with bet midler which was like based on oh, janice, right, but was right. a fictionalized oh, yeah yeah 
Why don't we just call it quits on that then? <laughs> Why don't we just say hey. every generation needs a Janis Joplin <laughs> biopic? And this promise. Every generation Janice. needs the promise of a <laughs> Janis Joplin. That's right. Otherwise, biopic. what's there to live for? Nothing. Okay, so we made it to 1995. Why don't we take a little bit of a break, and then when we come back, we will resume the tribute performances for dead inductees. <laughs> I can't think of when a better way to put it. put it like that, they're honey, dead you as can hell. wait to get back. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. We hope you had a nice break. We hope over your break, you... Engaged in some uh, DIY plumbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, if you weren't successful, that's okay. That's You'll figure okay. it out. Yeah. Maybe call your landlord. <laughs> yeah, or just get a couple more binder clips and keep on trying. Mm, all right. Let's. Where did <laughs> we leave off? 1996, we've got a tribute performance for Little Willie John. Whom is Little Willie John? You would know him by the song that they played in the tribute, which is Fever. And it's Keith John and Stevie Wonder. original is little willie john and that's a boy (laughs) it's a little man (laughs) you never know people you know could be wilhelmina or something right right yeah no yeah wilma john (laughs) (laughs) it's me little wilma john yeah i would imagine keith john he's the son he's the son son of little willie john yeah exactly and in the 70s was singing backup for uh stevie wonder so, so there's a relationship there's, there. there's a real yeah connection there got did they just do fever they just did fever from what i understand that wasn't on the ballot or anything right that was just they popped him in no he was on the ballot really little willie john yeah absolutely that's just an i, I think he I'm, was one of those who was on the ballot quite a bit okay they finally said like probably from in. the beginning yeah yeah, but, yeah. i huh. guess i'm trying to imagine the hall voting him in i that's not the kind of thing that would happen anymore no it does feel like maybe that's a lot of you know because uh it was the age where there was more awareness and respect for r&b and blues and some of the origins of the music maybe that's it's almost comparable to when you see an older rock act get in now versus someone who's a little more current interesting you know, okay we're like probably the voting body was probably trying to go for little willie john over you know whoever i think like parliament funkadelic was on that ballot and didn't get in got it 1997 we have an early influence inductee uh pretty much a country artist bill monroe what's bill's oh i mean i'm sure well, you'll, we're gonna you'll find hear out what from bill's the songs song they play. Is. yeah yeah so I emmy mean, lou harris was uh on hand to do the tribute she did the song get up john And then with Ricky Skaggs, she did Blue Moon of Kentucky. What is that first song? Uh, Get Up John. It's actually Get Up John. <laughs> the What's spaghetti up, John? incident? What's up with you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> 1998, we've got Gene Vincent. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, whom is that? So his big song was Bebopalula. That's my baby. Yeah. Uh, and it was Jeff Beck and Johnny Lang. Johnny Lang, definitely uh, very of the much moment. Of Gotta the be moment. the 90s, honey. That's right. Yeah. He's going to carry the blues rock guitar into the 21st century. <laughs> He's going to save us all. He's going to save us, Because he, su- he was super young. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he had the Hansen hair. He, he definitely had Hansen hair. He, he loved the blues. Yeah. yeah. My man. Yeah. Little did we know it was actually John Mayer who was going to be the the blues. Took the yeah. torch the and ran with it. My yeah. God. <laughs> 1999, Del Shannon was inducted, and we've got Bonnie Raitt and Billy Joel doing Runaway. person who gave the speech and i watched some of it it was very very low energy who gave the speech for del shannon was uh art alexicus from everclear what what yeah and he's got like his reading glasses on he's got a piece of paper and he's just kind of talking like this and like i remember being stuck in traffic once and running away came on have we watched this part of this have we seen this at all no, I mean I've obviously oh. seen it. I could show it to you. No, I, I I'll pass. But <laughs> I'm just trying to trying to remember if I I feel like that is a thing that I have. Yeah, I, th- that's such an interesting. Uh, I'm surprised that a Tom Petty or someone of Tom that Petty ilk. seems like the obvious choice. Yeah, I mean, Running Down a Dream has the lyric. Me, Me and Dell were, were singing, singing a little yeah. Runaway. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Anyway, yeah. yeah I mean, something to think about, you know, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> really ruminate on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, in, in an attempt to be current or hip or whatever. Sure. This was 99. Yeah. Height of the Everclear's powers. They're fresh sure. off so much for the afterglow. Yeah. They're in the afterglow of so much for the afterglow. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then in 99, we have a tribute performance that's particularly sad because it's Dusty Springfield and she died two weeks before. The ceremony. Oh, you hate to see it, but she did know she was getting. So she knew she was getting inducted. Yeah, and we have Melissa Etheridge again, this time with Paul Schaefer in the backing band, doing "Son of a Preacher Man." Is this on the same ceremony? No, this is four years later. How? Oh, that's right. It was before the break that we talked yeah. about. Yeah. What? We did sing Years a lot. have passed. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm literally saying the year I know. each time. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair, you're not paying attention. Dur- I am not paying attention at all. And during the break, we talked a lot. About- it just seems like. Okay. Fair enough. Whew. In 2000, we have, uh, and that's the year 2000. Just so you're, you're oh, clear. Oh, thank you. This We're is in the time 21st has century passed. at this point. Uh, we have two tribute performances for two early influence inductees, and these are m- more on the jazz side of things. We have Nat King Cole, and Ray Charles does the song Nature Boy. The greatest thing you've ever
Also inducted that year was Billie Holiday, and we have Diana Ross doing God Bless the Child. an actual biopic that did happen Lady Sings the Blues yeah. uh, that Diana Ross played Billie Holiday so that was like teed up for a tribute when, performance when did Lady Sings the Blues come out though? that's that was like in the, the 70s, 70s. 70s okay. yeah, yeah. alright let's go to the year 2001 we have Richie Valens getting inducted do you guys want to guess Lou Diamond Phillips who uh, in the year 2001 oh. yeah does a tribute performance to Richie Valens um, is it uh, um, Ricky Martin? It is Ricky Martin. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And he does kind of like a medley of Come On, Let's Go, Donna, and La Bamba. Ricky, also at the height of his powers. Maybe I mean, a little bit. After, after no two thousand one no it was like two thousand one's the height like ninety nine okay. two thousand was like La Vida Loca was being lived for two years straight. I believe <laughs> I believe around that time I can't right stop it was like ninety eight to oh two yeah, that he was like still big he burned super bright yes. at the very beginning and then it was kind of diminishing yeah, returns yeah at that year. point you're right he was but, probably only hot. but still very famous yeah yeah still very definitely. Famous. Also, we have Queen inducted in 2001. I think I, I remember, remember this before. I love this performance. I know that Foo Fighters do, or at least uh, Grohl and, uh, and Hawkins do, Tie Your Mother Down. Yes. And it's just Roger Taylor and Brian May. Uh, John Deacon did not uh, come to the ceremony. And then weirdly, they do We Will Rock You, but it's just Brian May singing. Oh. I... Which is uh, underwhelming. Um, yes. Buddy, you're a young man, hard man, fighting in the street, gonna take on the world someday. Blood on your face, your big disgrace. Weaving that banner all over the place. Singing We Will, We Will Rock You. 2002, we have The Ramones. Uh, and Green Day does the tribute performance. They do. At that point, only Joey Ramone was dead. Now, all of them except Marky are dead. Yeah. And Marky wasn't even original. Yeah, Ramone. the four originals are dead, yeah. Yeah. Um, Green Day did Teenage Lobotomy, Rockaway Beach, and Blix Creek Bop. I remember from that performance, you can see two or three young kids, teenagers up front, mm -hmm. pogoing and moshing. And I always wondered if those, who they were and if they were like hired to. I know who one of them atmosphere. is. Atmosphere. Oh, you do know I this. Love this. I do. Because um, did we watch this performance? We did watch did some did? of this okay. performance. I have seen part yeah. of this ceremony. One of the kids is Chris France and Tina Weymouth's son. Yes. Wow. Because the, okay. the Talking Heads were inducted that Got year. Got it. So they have like a super punk kid maybe a few of them but i know at least one of them yeah which got it is that's pretty cool. cool okay Honestly, that, that makes me feel so much better because yeah. he, he's got like the full-on uh mohawk like glued hair yeah. to spikes right yeah okay good good because i you know i remember watching that when it came out that you know because that was i think vh1 was still broadcasting yeah. him and i was like even as a teenager i was 
this feels like maybe this was uh you know not oh. authentic so i'm so mm-hmm. i'm yes. I, i'm very happy to hear that it's at least it seems authentic and he might be like 13 or something yes yeah he's yes. like a, he's a kid it's, yeah. it's really cool love it I love that. Um, in 2003, we had no tribute performances. Could have There could have been a tribute performance for The Clash. This is another sad one. Joe Strummer died in between induction announcement and the ceremony. You hate to see it. What did yeah. they do for them? They just there was no there was no <gasps> performance. You do get though. I feel like at the Grammys that year, you do get that great Clash tribute with Dave Grohl and I think Elvis Costello, Elvis Costello, the guys from No Doubt, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's almost like the Steve Grammys do a better job of this kind of thing. <laughs> uh, it's almost, we, there's gosh. some evidence. Is this <laughs> bringing up bad blood here? Is no, this it's just come up several it's just, times. Yeah. It's just like wow, the Aretha tribute at the Grammys was great. Like there's, but just I will say the rock hall did a better david bowie tribute than the grammys anyway uh let's go back to okay. 2004 was when george harrison was inducted and again they don't do any george harrison they don't solo do songs. i got my mind set on you they don't do they even don't, my sweet lord they don't do, they don't do uh, <laughs> i love that i said i got my mind set on you is like the quintessential yeah. <laughs> i just found george out he harrison didn't write song. that song i always thought george harrison wrote that Got my mind set on you. I had no idea it was a cover of some old song from the '60s. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, I, I didn't think I knew that, that either. Yeah, I just found anyway. But I mean, that's such an iconic music video. Oh yeah, it's so good. But there are, I mean, and clearly it's associated with him. But there, it's yeah, that's what a huge gaffe on the Rock's part. So the they rocks, do the Rock Hall of Fame. The <laughs> yeah. Rock. They do handle with care, which is a Traveling Wilburys song. Which, like, you get, because, mm-hmm. like, Tom Petty and Jeff Lynne were inducting him. They're part of this performance, along with Steve Winwood, who was also being inducted that year with Traffic, and George Harrison's son, Danny Harrison. And then, of course, all those guys, plus Prince, Do the most well. Oh, yeah, while iconic, my heart leaves, that's right. Yeah, the most iconic performance, probably, in the history of the Rock Hall. Everyone who's listening to this, I'm sure, has heard it. Yeah. Um, it's See it again. Yeah. Listen to it again. It's, it's Watch remarkable. it. Watch the whole thing. Yeah. He throws his guitar up at the end and it never comes down. Never comes down. He he falls backwards in the audience and he has a guy there waiting to hold his back. It's really, uh, it's one of the great Well, and wasn't it that he had never heard that song Correct. until... He, he, it was Danny Harrison's idea to involve Prince in that performance because prince was being inducted that right. year so it was like he's going to be around maybe he could do the solo and i think the older guys were kind of like ah, i don't know and danny was like this will be a good idea and uh prince not really a beatles guy <laughs> i didn't really know that song wow. and was convinced to do it because he likes the song free falling by tom petty that's wild i didn't know that i i and he also I, likes the act of free falling into the audience and so having a man catch his back. Yeah. <laughs> I, what, what I knew, what I heard about this performance is that whoever the, um, and I forget his name, but there's someone who's playing the uh, the lead guitar during the first part of that performance, mm-hmm. and he wanted to play, he wanted to split the ending solo with Prince, yeah. and Prince was like, not it. no, and and like, and I think even Tom Petty had to like say to the guy like, 
no, uh, we're going to let Prince <laughs> play the entire solo. That's wild, though, that Prince didn't know that uh, mm-hmm. that song and isn't a Beatles guy. That really, it's folks, really I'm shocked. <laughs> because, you know, Prince has such Beatles-esque songs on Around the World in a Day and, and that album. You know what I mean? Songs that definitely felt like he was a fan of. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I you just, can we, hear it in Diamond and Pearls. <laughs> <laughs> But like Paisley Park and even sure. Raspberry yeah. Beret. You know, I mean, anyway. you've got to imagine you know some Beatles stuff. Sure. But like, if you don't know While My Guitar Gently Weeps, you're not going super deep into the catalog. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, all right. So we don't have any tribute performances until 2008, where we have the Dave Clark Five. And this is another bummer. The lead singer of the Dave Clark Five, Mike Smith, died 11 days before the ceremony. Ooh. And there were three of the Dave Clark Five who were there. Was D- Dave Clark there? Dave Clark was there. Okay. Um, you would hope. You would certainly hope. <laughs> <laughs> and they, so, but they don't play. It's uh, Joan Jett plays Bits and Pieces. And then is joined by John Mellencamp, John Fogarty, and Billy Joel for Glad All Over. And, at the height of his powers, Barack Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Barack and Michelle come out. Yep. Yeah. It's really the world is full of hope. (laughs) We all believe that everything's going to get better. Good. Dave Clark Five is following the Rock from the Hall of Fame. We don't have another tribute performance until we get to 2012, and we have early influence inductee Freddie King, and we have Billy Gibbons and Dusty Hill from ZZ Top, along with Derek Trucks and Joe Bonamassa doing Hideaway and then Going Down. And then we've also got a Laura Nero tribute performance by Sarah, Ooh, Sarah Bareilles. Bareilles. Yeah. She does, I remember yeah. this. We watched it's, the it's ceremony. Great. She does, and it's very uh, good. The song Stony End. I, I did not know of her prior to that, and that speech and that performance, I I went out and listened to some that of was stuff. me too. I, mean, was, I after know. we watched that um, that, induction that induction ceremony, yeah. I I got into her right pos- and posthumously. That really, is what the hall, one of its purposes, should be to highlight artists that maybe you don't know, especially a younger generation, and get you into this music that's great and worth uh, listening to. Absolutely. Uh, 2013, we've got another guitar god whose last name is King, Albert King. And this is where we start with the Gary Clark bullshit. (laughs) Uh, Gary Clark Jr. does the song, Oh Pretty Woman, and then is joined by John Mayer and Booker T for Born Under a Bad Sign. Born Under a Bad Sign. What do you mean this Gary Clark bullshit? So Gary Clark feels like several years in a row, or just like a, a few too many times, 
for someone. He's the hall's go-to guy for somebody guy. who's not necessarily that. Well, it's interesting. It feels like he's gotten more yeah. famous within the past year or so. Like he was on yeah, SNL. He had a big, and, well, and he had a big album come out that was like really apparently, you know. He was uh, nominated for Grammys yeah. this year and stuff. But it Won was a just, Grammy, yeah. Yeah. At this time, you know, yeah, that's eight, interesting. seven years ago or whatever, yeah. they're throwing this guy Gary Clark Jr. up there. And maybe we're the ones hey, who are listen not up, in the, the hall for once ahead of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> but they just clearly, they needed someone, you know, Johnny Lang's not around anymore. So they right. need like a younger blues guitar player. Who's our new Johnny Lang? <laughs> and I want so- names on my desk by the end of the day. We need a new Lang. Wait, so what do you mean Johnny Lang's? But Johnny Lang's just I mean, not, Johnny's really not, play, not popular I'm like, anymore. I'm sure he's, he's still doing stuff, but he's not the hot young thing He's holed anymore. up in a roadhouse somewhere off Route <laughs> Highway 61. Uh, but they just, they went back to the Gary Clark. I mean, really, it's only two years, but like it was within three years. And we'll get to that in a, in a second. 2013 was also Donna Summer was inducted. And we have Jennifer Hudson doing Bad Girls and Last Dance. is also the performance where you can see also inducted that year Flavor Flav of Public Enemy running up to the lip of the stage and like dancing <laughs> like crazy. He's the Almost Tina Weymouth dis- son of that yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> Almost to the point of distracting Jennifer Hudson because no one else is doing that and he's just going he's going ham. Uh, 2014 we've got one of the great uh, tribute performances Nirvana where we have Joan Jett doing Smells Like Teen Spirit. Kim Gordon, Gordon from Sonic Youth doing aneurysm. St. Vincent doing lithium. And then Lord and all the previously mentioned people doing all apologies. And that was with Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic and Pat Smear from the band. And they had not played with each other since Kurt's death. And so that was a really... uh, And that is cool. And this was one of the really good induction ceremonies. Mm -hmm. Because we also have, and again, it's against the rules, but Linda Ronstadt, that tribute performance is really great. Ooh, Mama, I really like that one. Was this at Barclays? Carrie Underwood. This was, yeah, this was at Barclays, yeah. yeah. And then 2015, we have the Lou Reed induction performance, which is Beck and a bunch of other people doing Satellite of Love. Satellite of Love. I don't remember this. Do you remember Karen O and Nick Zinner from Yeah Yeah Yeah's doing Vicious? Vaguely. Because it's great. Vicious. Oh, baby, you're so vicious. 
So that we've also got early influence uh, category, the five Royales. Uh, and we have Leon Bridges and Steve Cropper from Booker T and the MGs doing Dedicated to the One I Love. That is actually cut out of the broadcast. Really? Yeah. And this and was that's also why Leon Bridges is at the there. end for the jam. Because I was like, we were Who watching the, it. what is Leon Bridges doing on stage? Like, definitely at the height of his powers. Like, well, that no, is actually, here. I think this is a little this bit ahead pre. of the curve. Yeah. Yeah. This is a little bit ahead yeah. of the curve. The hall, they can really only do it for just like up and coming, you know, yeah, here like, and there. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. They can get a blackmail solo artist that (laughs) they don't have their fingers on the pulse anywhere. And John Popper. Oh, yeah, they did. (laughs) They did get the pops before he before he popped. They got Uh, Popper before he popped. We also have this year the Paul Butterfield Blues Band. Now, there is a performance that didn't make the the broadcast of the remaining dudes from the band doing Got My Mojo Working, but there is a tribute performance with Zach Brown and Tom Morello and a harmonica player named Jason Ricci. They do Born in Chicago. Then Stevie Ray Vaughan was also inducted in 2015. Now, Double Trouble, his band, played for the tribute performance, along with Gary Clark Jr. And this is kind of why it's like, all right, buddy. Yeah, I get it. Uh, John Mayer is there, and he gave the speech. We've got Jimmy Vaughn, Stevie's brother. And then we've got Doyle Bramhall. I don't exactly know how to pronounce that my last name, but uh, this guy named Doyle. Doyle. <laughs> who Doyle. Uh, Doyle. Is, is slash was married to Renee Zellweger. I think during that ceremony, they cut to Renee in the audience, oh, yeah. and you're like, what? what? Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Post-Jack they... White, she found another rocker? Yeah. yeah. Okay. She got uh... a type. <laughs> I see you, Renee. Because she was also with uh, Kenny Chesney, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. She likes musicians. She likes the musicians. All right. And all those people play Pride and Joy, Six Strings Down, and Texas Floyd. down and In 2017, we've got a great tribute performance, the Tupac Shakur tribute performance which is in two parts. At first you have two parts Shakur. Two parts Shakur. Oh my god. You have Alicia Keys on the keys. The keys, okay, <laughs> okay. Go on, uh, and she's doing a medley of ambitious with Bill yeah. Medley of the <laughs> stop, Righteous stop, Brothers. Stop. <laughs> stop. She she does a medley of ambitions as a writer. I get around. I ain't mad at you, dear mama, and changes. Then Snoop Dogg comes out with YG. They do America's Most Wanted. Then Tretch comes out to do Hail Mary, which is great. He 
rips I'm it out. I'm a trudge head. I can't, I can't deny yeah, you, it. You're a known. It's on the trudge. record. It's on the record. You are a trudge head. Um, and then T.I. comes out to do Keep Your Head Up. Since a man can't make one, he had no right to tell a woman when and where to create one. Real men get up. I know you fed up, lady. But keep your head up. It's a really great, and hopefully we get something not unlike that for this year. Uh, But we're not there yet. The last tribute performances that we've had for the hall, because we didn't have any in 2019. 2018, we had Sister Rosetta Tharp in the early influence category. So you have Brittany Howard with The Roots doing That's All. And then there was a performance that didn't make it to the broadcast that was uh, Felicia Collins, who is the guitar player in Letterman's band, right. doing uh, Strange Things Happening. And then there is the Nina Simone yeah. uh, tribute performance, which is very long. They have uh, Andre Day and the Roots doing I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free. And then I Put a Spell on You. So I put a spell on you. And then Lauren Hill comes out. She does Ne Me Black is the color of my true love's hair. Ain't got no, I got life and feel good. I'm feeling good. And then in 2019, there were no tribute performances. So now, this year, 2020, we've got three tribute performances T Rex. Uh, I don't even know if the drummer of T-Rex, Bill Legend, who has not been in the music industry since T-Rex and has just like kind of separated himself from that. I'm curious if he'll even show up and if he would play. Uh, and then we've got Whitney Houston and Notorious B.I.G. So we've got three tribute performances happening. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see what will transpire. They haven't announced? They haven't announced. I mean, we're still... The, the ceremony's in May. Yeah, yeah. So they have not announced anything, whether it's the speeches or the performers. And, you know, often with the tribute performances, the performers aren't necessarily the same people who give the speech. Sometimes right. there's overlap, but sometimes they're not. Like Nina Simone, it was Mary J. Blige who did the speech, but then she did not perform. Do we have... Oh, who did we guess? I mean, I know that Diddy will be there for the biggie. Yeah, um, I mean, stuff. and like Lil' Kim and Faith Evans will be there as well i would assume i imagine for biggie um and it just i mean with biggie and even whitney it just their influence was so vast that it truly feels like anyone could do it right yeah like anyone who (laughs) anyone who raps owes something to biggie uh and then yeah any any like pop singer pop vocalist whether it's you know ariana grande or I mean, like, I can't pull a name because it's... Mariah. Mariah. I mean, like, I don't know... How how good is Mariah at performing live She's not. Days? She's not very good at it. But she's a like legend, she, and I yeah. love her and Duck the Divas. <laughs> I just... Uh. Yeah, I feel like she would maybe uh, choose not to. Yeah. She's saving up her voice for when she's yeah. inducted. Yeah, yeah. she's, uh, she's saving all her love for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
it, yeah, it definitely feels like Ariana Grande. Um, an interesting choice would be to have Dolly Parton. I was just thinking that. I and do, would do, an, do the Whitney Houston arrangements also, as much as she could pull off yeah. of it. You know. Also, you know, at the second peak of her powers, Dolly Parton. Absolutely having way. a moment mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, right. She is a podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. podcast. But and then also she's just she's been kind of like bubbling back into pop culture recently, but she has definitely kind of really peaked recently. I mm-hmm. think we've reached peak Dolly as far as It's part mania out there it right is. now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, part yeah. <laughs> it, Pardon you know, my excitement, but uh <laughs> I, I think that would be wonderful if she performed. I, I'd love to see jay-z be part oh, of the notorious the, the big yeah. we talked about thing. that because they were they they were, went to the same high school together yeah and you know they did songs together and and it feels like he picked up the torch the torch from those guys and then beyonce there. does the whitney tribute that's right oh. we talked about this before <laughs> okay yeah, i do like, remember going down this particular uh yeah. trip where i basically started listing everything uh-huh. you realize <laughs> but you realize if if ever there was a moment to get jay-z and beyonce there this I is mean, it. You it, get Biggie get and Whitney at the same time. Come on. Also, a Mo Money Mo problems with Beyonce handling the the Diana Ross, the the Diana Ross, Santa. or oh whoever did gosh. the. Um, I, yeah. I forget who sang. Was it Faith? No, no, no. Who who sang the? Um, no, it's Faith Evans who sings mm-hmm. it on the on, on the the track, on the track right? Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, and then I mean, you probably get Mace involved. Sure. Obviously, yeah. if you're is gonna he, do more money, more problems. Right. Yeah, he does one of the verses. Yeah, yeah. But didn't he? But he's, didn't, he's, isn't he a preacher he's now? Gone straight. He? Yeah, he's oh, a preacher. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. If he, he, would... he left that whole life behind. Mm, interesting. Yeah, yes. I don't know. Mo salvation. <laughs> no problems. Uh, have you, wait, have you talked about? I don't want to rehash. Have you talked about who would do T Rex? Yeah, that also feels vast. I it feels don't like remember every who British said. person. I mean, it oh, feels. Oh, and then also Foof, Foofies. Yeah, Dave Grohl. I know he and Elton John were very close. Mark Bowl and Elton John. I could see Elton John being maybe Elton John will handle the induction. We talked just, about Ringo too. Oh yeah, yeah Ringo yeah. really liked T Rex yeah. and is in their movie, right? Uh, but back to I just Booker, love imagining right. all these people flying into Cleveland. It is. <laughs> it makes me so happy to just fucking. Uh, think maybe about we get a it. we get an REM reunion for the T Rex. I know th- those guys really like T Rex yeah. as well. Everyone from like Oasis to the Smiths, it's Def Leppard. I mean, Joe Elliott has, I mean, during his speech last year and during even the uh, package last year, T Rex is mentioned by name. Yeah. So I know he really but weighs so their flag. But so is Mott the Hoop also. Like, <laughs> you know, come on. I, I'm so, I mean, I'm such a, uh, I really went through a T Rex phase uh, mm-hmm. a few years ago and I'm, so I, you know, Jameson, are you coming with us to the ceremony? No, but um, <laughs> you should. It's in Cleveland. This I, year. I, I might. I might. My, my wife's from my Cleveland. wife's from Cleveland. I, 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 you have a I place love to Cleveland. Stay. Um, yeah, maybe I will. I mean, it would be, It'd you be know, cool. You should come. You should okay. Come with us. All right. Yeah. I mean, no, no guarantees, I think, but I'll look into it. And honestly, I, like I, I was, I was going to, you know, not to get, <laughs> people don't care, <laughs> but I was going to be like, you know, if, if like when Weezer gets in, that's. All, all of our friends will yeah. join us. Yeah. Like, it's gonna, we're going to have to run a damn bus. I, I know. Like, like That's definitely a year that I will be going. And this year I was like, you know, seeing the inductees, it was like, well, you know, I did have a thought of like, well, T-Rex, Biggie, Whitney Houston. Holly, my wife, would go because of Whitney Houston. You know, yes. the T-Rex, she, T-Rex should be like, oh, was no, she wouldn't. She wouldn't care. But um, she'd be like, "Is Whoopi gonna be there?" Is Whoopi- <laughs> Theodore <laughs> Rex, yeah. <laughs> I I think Perfect World. Elton John does Children of the Revolution. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that oh, also yeah. that that particular song feels That's like the the jam feels yeah. like a song that yeah a ton of people could mm-hmm. be doing. Yeah. Yeah. And because also there's a lot it's, it's but a if chorus. they have the vocalists in for the Whitney mm-hmm. stuff, you know, you can really do some great harmonies on that. Love It'd it. be so lovely. Let Joe Elliott sing Metal Guru. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm just uh, now I'm getting excited. Now I'm yeah, like I'm getting now, tingles now, now folks. Uh, I hope oh, you're feeling this through the phone. mic. He's looking I'm up fares my phone. to Cleveland. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I have booked this. <laughs> I will be kayak. staying at the arcade. <laughs> okay, I'm booking hotels at the arcade in downtown <laughs> Cleveland. Great, and I'm going to. Oh, and I just booked. Uh, 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 shopping at the farmers, uh, the West Side Farmers Market in Cleveland. Okay, see you in Cleveland, <laughs> Jameson. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. Hey, it was great. We're so happy to have you back. Um, and we will see you in Cleveland. Anything you'd like to plug? Anything you got coming up or your just your social media or whatever? Uh you can just for now, you know, there's some fun stuff in the works and I hope you all stay tuned. You can find out about it by following me on Twitter at Jameson Webb, J A M I S O N W E B B. The extra B is for boy. I'd love to follow him on Twitter. Good work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can also find Jameson's Jeopardy episode on Daily Motion. Some yeah. weird virgin uploaded That's this right. episode. That's right. A lot of fun ads around it. December, December 27th, 2019, if you're looking for it. That's right. You can, of course, follow us at Rock All Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Joe K. Joe K. You can follow Kristen at Kstead across all platforms. I will be uh, at the Club Cafe in Pittsburgh on March 6th. So if you're there in my hometown, please come out and check my butt out. Uh, email us at rockallpod at gmail.com. If you want Kristen to see it, please mention that somewhere in the message. Uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us. Five stars only. Uh, we love it when you review. It makes us feel good. We've got some really nice reviews recently and it has uh helped us out tremendously yes both in our hearts and in the algorithm uh if you're leaving a review because of this episode why don't you say theodore rex theodore rex yes yeah, say theodore rex <laughs> we know you listen to this episode thank you to mike lloyd for the logo thank you to yusu kim for the music special thank you to future rock legends because really without their uh, extreme documenting of all this stuff it would have been very difficult for me to look up all the information that I relayed in this episode. Hell yeah. Thank you to Joey Devine for the equipment. Thank you to Chad Briggs and Dave Schilling for letting us use the home that I share with them. And thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Studdard. And who cares? About the Rock Hall. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com.
Pantheon.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 